I've written periodically about the difficulties I was having combining the renal diet and the pre-diabetes diet. My usual renal dietitian was unavailable for this year's second, thank you, Medicare, appointment, so I saw someone else. And am I glad I did. My first renal dietitian introduced me to weights, measures, and what to eat in the first place. Needless to say, this was all new to me and I wasn't so happy with all these numbers, but she calmly, patiently kept explaining until I understood. By the way, she's quoted in what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease. This is the renal diet she devised for me as a brand new chronic kidney disease patient. It's based on the Northern Arizona Council on Renal Nutrition's diet. Seems I see things off kilter. Just tilt your head a bit, if you will. As you can see, it was very exacting. Just what I needed when I was so confused with all this new information and having to completely change the way I ate. But then it became clear I also suffered from prediabetes, so my PCP sent me for diabetic counseling. Yes, I did know quite a bit already, but I did not know everything about diabetes, specifically, how to combine the two diets. This is something my first renal dietitian, good as she was, couldn't answer. Well, maybe the diabetes counselor could. Remember, this time we were not dealing with keeping sodium, potassium, and phosphorus under control to spare the kidneys. This time we were concerned with blood sugar. I got some useful suggestions about herbs and spices I could use instead of salt. This was not helpful for me since I'd already done some successful experiences with herbs and spices and discontinued the use of salt 8 years ago when I was first diagnosed with CKD. I was warned against hypertension and urged to keep it under 140-80, something I'd already been doing since my CKD diagnosis. I was urged to avoid stress and work on weight management. Again, been doing that for years. Then I was educated about the value of sleep. Again, nothing new here. But what about combining the two diets? Well, we did get to a meal plan. But it was unacceptable with the CKD. I was on a 1,200 calorie diet to lose weight. Here I was urged to eat 1,500 calories to lose weight in 1843 to maintain. But what really dissuaded me from adopting this meal plan was that it called for over four servings of fruit and four of vegetables when the renal diet limited me to three of each. I wasn't willing to ingest that much phosphorus slash potassium. In addition, it called for six fats a day, whereas the renal diet calls for five. Sigh so that wasn't the way to combine the renal and prediabetes diets. But then I went to the second renal nutritionist just last week and started to understand how to combine the two diets. Finally, she dealt solely with carbohydrates without specifying whether they be fruit, vegetable or grain. She explained that 15 grams is a carbohydrate portion or choice. She explained that they should be paired with protein or fat to control my blood sugar. Now that was news to me. While the diabetes counselor offered the same information about eating three meals with two snacks in between, it didn't work for me because of the amount of food, most with potassium and phosphorus counts that were too high for the CKD, but here I was eating what I could with specific carbohydrate distributions for each meal or snack. It was the same portions as the CKD diet, only with the gram count added. For example, a slice of bread, one-third cup cooked pasta, half cup cooked cereal, or three cups of popcorn, no salt, are each one portion of my grain allotment daily just as they are on the pre-diabetes diet. The three allotments of fruit and vegetable, too. While I don't care for dairy, I could still have the same amount of milk, if I drank milk, that is. I had three carb choices at breakfast and lunch, but two at dinner. There was also a carb unit for each snack. There were no carb units assigned to meats or fats because they don't affect blood sugar, but I still needed to pay attention to them for the CKD. Well, 
that could be done just as I'd done it since my diagnosis, little or no red meat and keep it to 5 or 6 ounces. As for the fats, same cautions as with the CKD diet, avoid saturated fats and eliminate trans fat. The hardest part about combining the two diets for me is consistency. For the pre-diabetes, eating at the same time each day is preferable. I was used to eating when I got hungry. Before I saw the diabetes counselor. Then after taking her advice, right after I woke up in no longer than 6 hours, at the most, between meals or meals and snacks. While that's certainly feasible, I'm a writer. I don't like to leave the computer when I'm popping. But now I do. If I want to keep on being a writer, if I want to keep on being alive, okay, so that's a bit dramatic, I have to take care of myself. So now I eat more often, try to be consistent about when I eat and sometimes even set an alarm on my phone to remind me to get up and go eat something. I'll live. Well, that is the point, to live. By the way, I'm having such fun devising the index for both the books of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1 and the books of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2 that I wonder if maybe, just maybe, I'm taking a little more time than I need to. It's okay to think that's weird, you know. I've heard it before. Until next week. Keep living your life.